Welcome to the Next Level Human Podcast. As a human, you have a job to do. In fact, you have four jobs. To earn and manage money, to attain and maintain health and fitness, to build and sustain personal relationships, to find meaning and make a difference. None of these jobs are taught in school. And that is what this podcast is designed to do, to educate us all on living our most fulfilled lives through the mastery of these four jobs. I'm your host, Dr. Jade Tita, and I believe we are here living this life for three reasons and three reasons only, to learn, to teach, and to love. In this podcast, I will be learning, teaching, and loving right along with you. Grateful to have your company. Here's to our next level. What's going on, everybody? Uh, I'm here with my good friend, Terry Murray. Actually, it's been a while since her and I saw each other. We met years back at, at uh, what was it? We met at CrossFit, right? At CrossFit. At CrossFit. Yep, CrossFit Sandbox. Sandbox, which is no longer in uh business unfortunately but a lot of lovely people that i made close friends with and terry and i got to get close while i was in los angeles and we're just going to include you guys in a conversation we're going to see if this works um so you've been you moved into the health and fitness space huh get me caught up on what's going on with you yeah well um it's something i've always kind of wanted to do but i'm you know i had a day job i still kind of have a day job but uh Mm -hmm. I've been in medical device sales for my career and, um, but you know, I've always maintained some sort of passion for health and, and fitness, you know, CrossFit. I was a yoga instructor for many years. Mm. Um, and I've just always done these goals where I set a goal for the year. Um, and so I set a goal maybe two years ago, three years ago, uh, for my daily walk. And then that kind of took off and I can talk about that in a minute, but that really brought me back to this passion and I decided to to dig in and actually get credentialed, certified, um, learn more about proper nutrition, not just, I mean, I was always eating pretty well, but really understanding what I needed, you know, making sure I'm getting the omega-3s and my ratio of six to three was right and things like that. So, so yeah, so now I'm, I'm certified to, to coach people for health and wellness as well as, um, I have my master certification for life coaching. So just mm. helping people get through, get unstuck in life and professional. The most important aspect of what we do is is the mindset stuff. Let me let me ask you, because you you alluded to you made a pretty big like I've always seen you as pretty damn fit. Like to me, you were never out of shape or overweight. And I, I know the way we all look at ourselves though, we could be harsher on ourselves. And you alluded to the fact that you made a pretty big transformation uh, recently. And so is that, when did that start? And I think it'll be a good opportunity to, you know, just me hearing about sort of your uh, process and educating some of the listeners on that. And then me and you just talking shop about, you know, what what this takes for some of the coaches. Because on this podcast, on my podcast, a lot of people are health and fitness professionals. But yeah, so tell me, tell yeah. me what, Tell me what went on with you and, you know, cause I, you and I probably have not talked if, you know, since bef- way before COVID, I think. So it's been a bit. Yeah. Like in early COVID with, yeah. you kind of helped me through, through a transition and that's when this yeah. started, honestly, um, a relationship transition. But I, uh, yeah, I've always been in fitness. I mean, I was a gymnast as a two year old and just always been an athlete. Um, so I've always had injuries, which kind of derail me. My knees have been shot for many years. Uh, I used to be a runner, obsessed with, you know, loved running, cannot run anymore. If I decide to go running, my knees hate me for three days. So um, that was a hard transition, but that's how I started walking, you know, and for a long time it was like walking. That's a that's a rest day. Yeah, what the hell is um, that going to do? <laughs> and, I, you know, I will, <clears throat> I will tell you that in – Implement, uh, putting a daily walk into my life has completely changed my life in every way, like emotionally, physically, spiritually, um, just energy, I just everything and weight. Um, so yeah, that's been kind of the, the, the thing that I think is amazing too, is that I'm a normal, 
you know, I'm a 44 year old woman with a full time career. I am not, you know, I travel for a living too for work. So I, you know, I'm 1K, which is the top status on United for like 10 years straight. I'm lifetime platinum on Marriott. Like I literally live on a plane. So to have to, to be able to put this into my life has been <clears throat> work and dedication, but it's completely paid off. But, you know, I, I don't want people to think I'm some 25 year old, which clearly you can tell I'm not, but, uh, you know, fitness is my entire life. I get paid to work out. That's not my life. Yeah. So I think that's what's helped inspire a lot of people in my circle is seeing how I've been able to embrace this consistency and then seeing the transformations. Like people can see how different I look because yes, yeah. I'm 5'10". So and I'm, I'm muscular. So when I'm up 10, 15 pounds, it's evenly distributed. I'm a critic on myself, but from somebody else, you might not notice it as much. You can tell I put on five to 10, but it was really 10 to 15, whatever. But I mean, people that hadn't seen me in a while are like, whoa, because I leaned out and that was the walk. All right. So let's, let's break this down because uh, it's something I also um, discovered mainly not for myself. I discovered it in my in my clients first years and years ago. And like you, I was just like, surely this is useless walking. But I, I discovered this idea because I started to understand metabolism is mostly about stress management and walking tends to be an amazing stress management tool, taking the stress off the system. So when most people think of this, I think they first start going, okay, so is this about just walking a ton? How do I start? And so when you first started making this commitment to walking, what was it? Were you just like, oh, I'm just going to walk a little more? Did you set like daily step goals? Like how, how did yeah. it begin? It began uh, going through a breakup and I, I went back to the East Coast to family um, right away per our conversation. And the town I grew up in um, is very hilly. It's the town people go to run and walk. And so I just decided to go for a walk one day in July, 2020. And I felt great. I went the next day. And then it started to be like, I'm going to start walking. And then I started to just, it was clearing my mind. And I was using that time to listen to podcasts, to audiobooks, just things that were like helping me get through the breakup and, and you know, in that transition of next steps. But then it quickly turned into completely different things. Like I was, it, I was getting through the breakup super quick that I was like onto other things. And then I'd miss a day here or there, but I started to really notice how much like calmer I was, how much like my anxiety, I'm a very anxious person. I run hot and I was, I, it was like brought down where I like things that would have set me off. I was like, okay. And I could see that in myself and people could see that in me. Um, and I started to lose a little bit of weight. So then I started to try to go a little bit more. So then it was like three miles, then it was four miles, then it was five miles. Um, then once I had five miles, some days I'd do six or seven, but I knew five was an achievable goal, but also a stretch. For me, three is easy. Five, actually, I have to sacrifice a little bit more time. So that's how I got to five. And also being a runner, I used to run three miles. And I realized I burned the same amount of calories walking five than I did what running three, mm. but it was so easy on my body that I could do it every day. I didn't need to recover. And so if I, if I just didn't feel like walking one day, my rest day was I walked slower mm. or I didn't walk Hills. I walked flat. Like I, I just adjusted the walk, but I, the difference was I didn't not walk. I still got outside, got the fresh air, got the vitamin D, got the movement. And I will tell you, it got me through many hangovers. Like mm. <laughs> if you wake up and you're hungover, go through a five mile walk. And by the end of five miles, you're like, let's go. You're ready. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that started in July of 2020. And then I missed a day on November 28th of 2020 to go golfing about an hour away. And the next morning I went on my walk and I thought, why did I skip yesterday? I didn't need to skip yesterday. I could have made it work. And in that moment I said, I'm going to not skip. And I didn't really know how long it would be. But I just said, I'm not going to miss a day. I'm going to make this a priority. And today was 785 days that I have not missed five miles. Wow. So, Terry, over that two is years. amazing. Well, you know what's know. so amazing about that? So I just want to repeat a couple things that I know you know, but let's just catch the listeners. up. So if you're listening to Terry, first of all, this is someone who's super busy, travels a ton, right? So 
that is in itself. Then she starts to walk. She didn't necessarily be like right away. I got to have these goals. It was kind of gradual. She got into this rhythm. And the cool mm -hmm. thing about it was, is that it's adjustable for her. So sometimes she just walks super slow or less. And if you're, if you're listening now, how many, how many things do we do that you can do 700 plus days? So it's a doable thing. And the, the interesting thing I have found about walking too, is that most people are resistant to it because it feels like work. And then they realize that one of the other things that Terry said, if we're listening to her, is that she's multitasking a lot of different things. So it wasn't just a walk and stress relief. It was also, you know, sort of a library. She's reading, she's clearing her head. She's thinking about work. So it, I imagine for, if I'm listening to you, Terry, mm -hmm. and picking up everything, it made you more efficient, not less efficient. So it's sort of like, yes, it took some time, but you were making up, you know, other time. It's like one of these things that's like, it is the only thing that you can multitask with where multitask actually works to your advantage. Right. No, it, it's so true. And like any goal, if you set a goal, you want to lose weight or you want to get your MBA or you want to do something, it requires planning, discipline, um, consistency, sacrifice, and all of that I've had to do. So if I have a 7 a.m. flight, I'm up at 4 a.m. Hmm. Like I've been in, I've been in the hotel gym at 4 a.m. because I knew it was the only time in that entire day between traveling and work meetings that I would get that walk in. Um, and, and did it so make a I difference for you, by the way? Like, if you, if, so getting up at 4 a.m. A lot of people would think, "Oh my God, she's going to be exhausted." But was that the case? I went to bed you? earlier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I knew I planned. I said, okay, I got to go to bed by nine. I can't mm -hmm. have that extra glass of wine. So you, mm -hmm. you plan ahead. Like I would book flights looking at my schedule going, well, when would I get to walk? And I would literally craft my schedule or, and block that time for myself. And that was the, that boundary that I set for myself that that was, I think the biggest game changer. The physical part is amazing. The stress release, but setting that boundary going, this is my hour it takes me 75 minutes. Cause I walk pretty fast. I do a sub 15 minute mile when I'm hauling ass, but, um, it's, that's my hour and you can't have it. There's 24 hours in a day. I'm allowed to have an hour. And that's the boundary that I try to help other people set, whether it's walking, yoga, writing, whatever your passion is that you end up putting on the back burner to take care of everything else in your life. You should focus on at least an hour for you and what's going to help recharge your battery. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that kind of carving out that hour. So sometimes I, I would have to take a work call, you know, to multitask, but if work was stressing me out, work, I shut work out and my walk was to clear my head from work. So yeah. it, it could be both. It's time to talk about one of our sponsors of today's episode AG1 by Athletic Greens. Now, many of you have heard me say this before, but I am not a fan of vegetables, which I know is funny given I've been in the health and fitness industry for so long. I blame my mother and father for this when I was a kid. What they would do was essentially take the broccoli, the Brussels sprouts, the spinach, the collard greens, and just steam them. No salt, no fat, no taste whatsoever, just these bitter greens. And so I developed a distaste for a lot of different vegetables, which has stayed with me into adulthood. One of the things I've done to mitigate that is use a greens powder pretty much ever since greens powders have come out on the market. And I've tried every single one. They started out tasting like swamp water. I found a few that I really like the taste, but recently, one that I have been taking for a very long time, as you all know, I wear a continuous glucose monitor. I found that it was actually spiking my blood sugar because probably the tapioca starch in it, which some people don't respond to tapioca starch with elevated blood sugars. I was. And so it sent me on a mission to find another one. And one of my friends turned me on to AG1 by Athletic Greens. And I've heard about Athletic Greens and AG1 for quite some time. I just never tried it. And now that I have tried it, I have become a huge fan, so much so that I partnered with Athletic Greens and AG1 to sponsor this podcast. Now, let me tell you what happened here. After I saw that my blood sugars were spiking, my friend gave me a couple samples of AG1. I began using those and testing the blood sugar and found there was no spike. 
The other thing I found is that AG1 is interested in his taste profile. It's very neutral. The one I was taking before was a little sweet. I really loved it. But this one is very neutral, which actually suits me because what I found is I can actually not only take this first thing in the morning in water and have it taste very neutral, almost like there's nothing there. I can also add it into my protein shakes, which means now I'm getting double the greens than I was getting previously because I add this right into my protein shakes and it does not change the flavor of the shake at all. The other thing I realized once I started looking at the label is that this product is not simply a greens product. It also is a multivitamin, multimineral. It also has fiber, which acts as a prebiotic. It has probiotics in it and it has functional mushrooms, which act as adaptogens in it. That's four different products essentially in one. And I've been taking mushrooms for some time. I stopped taking them now because now I have this in my greens. I have also taken my multivitamin and make this my multivitamin. So I'm actually saving money and this is going to save you money as well. The product AG1 is also NSF certified. And you may say, Jade, what does that mean? The National Sanitation Foundation is a foundation that essentially does testing on products to make sure there are no harmful substances, no persistent organic pollutants, no heavy metals. Now, this costs money to do. AG1 and Athletic Greens has spent the money on this. They spend money on making sure that the product that you are getting is good quality without contamination in it. You might say, well, Jade, isn't this true of all products? And actually, no, it is not. If you ever follow some of the news in this area through uh, consumer labs and other things that do, uh, you know, testing on these products, you'll see that many of them will have trace levels of things like mercury and cadmium and lead and things like that in them because they're not doing this testing. So this is an extra piece of insurance for us. The other thing I love about this product that I learned as I was doing my research on it is that this is the 52nd tweak or adjustment they have made to this product in their existence. AG1 has been tweaked 52 times. Now you might say, well, Jade, why would they be doing that? And the reason why is because they continue to improve. We know that science is evolving. We know that it's not just about more nutrients. It's about balanced nutrients. It's about the Goldilocks effect of this. And they are constantly learning as we all are, and then constantly adjusting their product to taste better, to be more efficient and effective in delivering the nutrients. It acts as an antioxidant. It acts as a multivitamin. It's a prebiotic, a probiotic, and an adaptogen all in one. They have mastered this over several iterations of this particular product. And so I am a huge fan right now of AG1 and athletic greens. And I'm hoping that you will check this out. It's time for all of us to reclaim our health and arm our immune system with convenient daily nutrition. And AG1 does that with just one scoop in a cup of water every single day. That is all you need. There is now no longer a need for a million different pills and supplements to look after your health. All you need is this particular one. It really clears the stage to simplify your supplement regime. To make it easy for you, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash next level. That's athleticgreens.com slash next level to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Check out AG1. I love it. I know you're going to love it. And I'm so happy that they are on board to sponsor the podcast as well. Thanks so much. Check out AG1, athleticgreens.com slash next level. And let's get back to the show. You know, because I call these, uh, I know you know this, but I'll share this with the listeners. So one of the things that when you're doing life coaching, and this is why, by the way, those of you are listening, that so many people are moving away from personal trainers and moving towards life coaches and moving away from their physicians and moving towards life coaches and why so many people are moving towards 
life coaching as a career versus going into medicine or going into personal training or these other things. And the reason why is because life coaching is kind of where the rubber meets the road. And we call these habits. If you can find these single things and it's not always walking, but walking is a really good one. But what we look for as life coaches is we go, what is one thing that this person can do? that is a keystone habit or a trickle down habit that makes all the difference in the world. So if we're listening to Terry, right, she chooses this one thing and she kind of eased her way into it. But once she started seeing the benefits, she's like, I'm going to prioritize this one thing. And then what happened was it trickled down to improving sleep. It trickled down to adjusting her alcohol intake. It trickled down to these other things because she simply said, this is the thing that I'm where I'm going to stake my flag. Right. And then all these other things uh, that were, you know, probably more priorities than she wanted them to be before she made walking the priority became uh, were, were beneficially impacted. And so to me, when you're listening to Terry and I talk, take this rule. Now, it doesn't have to be walking necessarily, but walking is one of these really big ones that trickles down. Sleep, by the way, is also a really big one because, you know, getting more sleep, you know, uh, can trickle down to other things. But it looks like Terry started with this walk and it began to trickle down in other ways. And so one thing I want to ask you, Terry, a lot of people go, well, how much should I walk? You know, do I need to do it Terry style? Now, remember, the other thing about life coaching is that we're all different. So I know a little bit about Terry and she is a very hard driver. Like she she's like, let's get stuff done. She's very good at her job. She's very you know, she's a little type A in that regard. And that's why she's so successful. Right. Um, so you don't have to do it Terry style. There are ways to do it other ways, like counting your steps and just accumulating those steps. You certainly don't have to turn it into a, a sub 15 minute mile. I'm a very slow walker. But that's the cool thing. If you're listening to her, she's adjusted. this. I'm sure sometimes Terry's probably going at my turtle speed and other times she's going at her, you know, her her sprint speed. But it's infinitely adjustable. So I'm wondering, do, what tips do you have? Because I know a lot of people are now seeing your transformation and hearing about this and going, what do I do? And so what are you recommending when they're just like, I can't go for like five miles or three miles? What are you telling them? Well, so the the. The minimum that I think everybody should do if they want to, especially as you're going into middle age, you, you, we can't bounce back like we used to, right? Our bodies are slowing down and um, is 20 minutes. It, everybody can do something for 20 minutes a day, whether it's stretching, walking, biking, something, but moving your body for 20 minutes a day. If, if somebody tries to tell me they don't have 20 minutes, I will sit with you on your calendar and I will find it for you. <laughs> and that's some of the coaching I've done is people always have excuses and I used to have excuses. And that is what this, this is also how this has changed my life is that I don't make excuses anymore. I know I have to get it done. I have to suck it up. I've gone out for drinks and been like, shit, I still got to walk. And I walk after a few drinks. Like I, it, it doesn't matter. I don't say, Oh, well, I'm not going to do it today because I know myself. I am type A. I'm all in as you can see, or I'm like, forget it. So allowing myself to not beat myself up that I had to walk after a few drinks or I had to walk, I had to split my walk up, you know, be, between the day. I hurt my hip. I don't know what the heck I did to it, but I was limping. Hmm. I was, I wouldn't miss. I was like, I can't miss now. I'm at like 690 days. <laughs> so I walked a mile, went home, stretched, rest, uh, iced, chilled, walked a mile. Like I literally made sure that I counted five miles for the day but I didn't do it in five miles, 15 minute pace. Like, so that was my, my compromise with myself to listen to my body, but still not make an excuse to say, Oh, I'm not going to do it today. Because if I miss one day, I knew I'd just miss another month. And that is what has kept my consistency. And the consistency is what has changed my life. Yeah. Not, I walk sometimes it's rain, shine, 4am hungover. Doesn't matter. I show up for myself and I will tell you it has been 785 days and I have not been sick once. Mm. I have not gotten COVID and I live on a plane and I don't wear a mask and I have not even had a cold wow. and I, and I eat pretty healthy, but I also drink alcohol and I have some pink berry here or there, which is a lovely frozen yogurt. But I, I 100% believe it's my walk. 
Yeah, you're, you know, the interesting thing that I know about you, because, you know, you and I have done this before. We'll go have long lunches and sit there and we'll drink, you know, and we'll and it's not like you're afraid of that. I'm not necessarily afraid of that either. But I think it's really interesting for people to hear, perhaps someone who goes, you know, Terry is oftentimes working, oftentimes talking to people. She will go out. She'll drink. She's not afraid of that stuff. But look at the results that she has gotten as a result of setting these boundaries. So now you're hearing some lessons, right? It's like, it doesn't have to be the walk, but you got to pick something. You really need to stick to it. In order for that to happen, it's got to be something that is a trickle down keystone habit that you will do that is doable and hopefully adjustable as well. So, so the idea is a lot of people will hear this and go, Oh, walking, walking, I got to, you know, stick to a certain amount. No, you just have to pick something. Walking is a good one for a lot of people. And I do have one question about when you were in the cold and how you made that work. But you just have to pick something you can be consistent that is doable. So I oftentimes say, is that doable for you realistically? If you look forward at three to five years, do you see yourself still doing this at this level? And, you know, I think your answer is obviously yes. I don't even have to, you know, necessarily answer that for you. But how I'm scared. I'm yeah. scared of missing a day. I'm scared yeah. of what happens. The, like, I can't quit. I don't know how much longer this will go, but like, I hate to think of the day this, this streak ends because I yeah. don't know how that'll affect me. Well, here, I mean, I can give you some hints on that too, because, uh, and I'm sure you, you can as well, but here's the way I look at that kind of stuff. What ends up happening is you have to recognize for all of us, right? When we're going, oh my God, I've got this thing. It works. Well, the truth is we know how life is. So oftentimes it may stop working or something may happen that keeps you from doing, it, but the lessons remain. So if you can't walk, right, you can do Tai Chi, you can do yin type yoga, you can do some kind of movement, almost always, you, there's some kind of movement that you can do. Yeah. Like one of the things I do when it's cold, I, we'll see what Terry does. But when it's cold, because I'm in North Carolina, now we were I was out in Los Angeles, and you can walk pretty much all the time. But in North Carolina, what I do is now I have a three story townhome, and I will get on the phone. And I will just whenever I'm on the phone, which I'm on the phone quite a bit, I'll walk around. Uh, I'll just walk in, and pace through my through my house. I also use sauna and built a sauna in my house, which has some of the same mechanisms. It's, it's a much more passive way of getting some of these benefits that walking gives you. And so when you become aware of this stuff, we may be talking to Terry in you know two years from now and she's like, oh yeah, so what ended up happening is now I'm doing much more Tai Chi, Yin type yoga, or just stretching, or yeah, Jade, I got a sauna, you know, and I'm doing sauna cold plunge now. And these these kinds of things are things that we prioritize and they get better. So let me ask you this. So you lost a lot of weight, which is funny because, I mean, like you said, the, I guess the way your physique looks, I would never have known you had that much weight to lose. But I'm curious. So to what degree? I'm lean now and cut. Yeah, like my yeah. arms are toned. My it's a whole different look, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I imagine you look fantastic. I, I imagine that you look great. I haven't been able to see you in person in a while. But so what to what because a lot of people might say, well, OK, Terry, so the walking, that was the main thing. And then what have I you don't been just doing walk. with your diet? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. so let's talk and a little bit about that. I don't just walk. Mm. So the walking is the thing I will not miss. Mm. That's my my deal breaker. And yeah, as I evolve, I there I do think okay, maybe I'll get to a thousand days and then I'll shift my goal. Mm -hmm. But my goal will probably still, I have to keep a 75 minute commitment because that's what it takes. Mm -hmm. So there are hard, and I want everyone to know there are days I hate my walk. Okay. Like I don't want everyone to think I just love it every day. There are days where it is a chore and I fucking hate it, but I still do it because I know it is good for me and I've seen what it's done for me. And then a couple days later, it's beautiful out and I go back to it and I'm happy. But to your question about the cold, that's part of the planning. So I have to plan ahead. Um, we've had insane rain here in Southern California. So there were days where I'd be watching the weather going, it's going to rain all day. Where am I going to go? So I start reaching out to friends and I'm like, do you have a treadmill? Does your building have a treadmill? Who's got a treadmill? <laughs> and so I literally funny. drove... I drove to a friend's house in West Hollywood. I live in Santa Monica. I drove to his house to walk on his treadmill. Yeah. And that's my, he's like, damn, you're committed. I'm like, I can't quit now. But then another, the next day, the rain said it wasn't coming. So I went out on my walk. Well, it lied and I got completely soaked. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'll dry off as soon as I get home. Like, yeah, at least you're in Southern California. It's not going to be that freezing. <laughs> Right. And in Jersey, so I, I have, I, I'm bi-coastal now, so I have a house in Jersey. My sister lives two blocks away, has a treadmill. Um, I joined a gym that 
a friend of mine hooked me up. They charged me 30 bucks a month. And I literally started to just, I went there just to walk. And then I started lifting weights there. And I, But I don't go there to lift weights. I go there to walk and then I'll add something on. But if I walk it outside for that day, I usually don't go to the gym and lift weights. It's time for one of our sponsors. And this sponsor is a very exciting one and a new one. Timeline Nutrition and their supplement, MitoPure. Now, if I was going to ask you what is the most important aspect of metabolism, the mitochondria would have to be tops on your list. The mitochondria are the little energy producing factories inside every single one of your cells. They take the end products of the food we eat, they break them down into cellular ATP and provide energy for the entire metabolism. And these mitochondria, if they are healthy and acting appropriately, can keep us looking good, feeling good, living longer, and functioning better. However, when they are not at optimal function, when they are burning energy in a dirty fashion, when they are damaged, they actually speed cellular aging. They speed up the aging process. We end up suffering from things like fatigue. We end up having all manner of dysfunctions, including weight loss resistance and other issues around weight loss. The mitochondria are the most important elements for the metabolism to function optimally, lose weight, age appropriately, etc. In this compound, MitoPure, that Timeline Nutrition has developed, there is a product called Urolithin A. Now, Urolithin A is an interesting compound because it is a postbiotic. Now, what does that mean? A postbiotic is a compound that is made from the bacteria in the gut. And so when you eat things like pomegranates, strawberries, walnuts, things with polyphenols like this, they go into the digestive tract, your gut bacteria start working on them, and they can create compounds. Urolithin A is one compound that is in the MitoPure product. It comes from, naturally occurs in nature from this bacteria in our gut that break down the polyphenols from primarily foods like pomegranates, strawberries, etc. And it can increase mitophagy in mitochondria. So you might say, well, Jade, what is mitophagy? Mitophagy is the ability for mitochondria to repair and regenerate and recycle their proteins and to stay healthy and functional and de-age. When we can stimulate mitophagy, we can keep our mitochondria functioning efficiently. We can decrease aging. We can increase energy. We can improve our ability to lose weight, function optimally, and stave off diseases of aging. This is what Timeline Nutrition has done with their MitoPure product and the urolithin A that is in it. This is a very exciting area of research. We have not had the ability to support the mitochondria in the way that we do now with this particular product. You definitely are going to want to check this out. I've been taking the product for several months now. It is one of these products that I really, really strongly recommend. To get the product, MitoPure, all you have to do to, is go to TimelineNutrition.com backslash next level. TimelineNutrition.com backslash next level. And let's get back to the show. But and by the way, the if, thing, you, don't, if okay. you don't mind, let me just throw this in, Terry. So just in case you guys didn't, so Terry is 44. And so by the way, um, I mean, th what's interesting about this is most people, well, most women, once they hit about 35, most men too, by the way, but that age range of like 40, especially 45 up to 55, most women are hitting perimenopause and it, it becomes far more difficult to uh, make any uh, progress. And I will say this, if I had to choose one thing that makes the difference for, because I work mostly my whole career has been with women in that age range. That That's my whole career, funnily enough. And it has been stress reduction, primarily walking. Uh, and so I just want to point that out because I think a lot of people to see you, they're going to think you're younger than you are. You did mention that, but I do want to point that out because most people are going in the other direction and wondering why doesn't this work for me? And this is one of the things that I think we can say without hesitation is really big here. But I want to know what you did with your diet because I think a lot of people would go, Okay, so she still drinks. She still enjoys herself. She's still like so. So what have you what have you done there? Has it just been sort of moderating what you're eating? Have you done you know shifting the types of foods you're eating? Anything like that? 
and again, we're, we're going on like three years here of, of me making these changes. But if I can remember back, the walk started me losing some weight and feeling better. And, and I'm not going to lie. It's like, it's like winding up your watch or whatever. The, the ones that, that wind themselves from movement, the more I move, the more energy I had to move. And people would be like, you're the energizer bunny. I'd get up hungover because I drank wine the night before. So I'm not like dying hungover, but like I had wine. I wake up at 6 a.m. I walk five miles. I go play 18 rounds of golf and I go drink again with the friends after the golf. And then I do it again the next day. And everyone's like, how the hell do you do that? Movement kept me moving. Like just by constantly moving, it was like refilling my energy and recharging me. But um, the more I started to do that, the more I I wanted to eat healthy. Like I just, I, I slowly shifted to eating a very healthy diet. And we were in COVID. We were in lockdown. So a lot of people went the wrong direction during COVID. 100%. I actually completely revamped my life and, and I'm a better person from COVID. So I take that as a win. But um, Did you and I talk about this, by the way, when you went through, I remember when you were going through the breakup, did we talk about the idea that these are great, these are great times, you know, to completely revamp things? I can't remember if we talked about maybe. that or not. Yeah. Probably these um, big life shifts sometimes are the are the best times to rediscover ourselves and go, I'm going to do something different because now I have more energy. You know, when you're when, when you're in a relationship, they're wonderful, but they also do take some of your energy away. I mean, usually it's and it's, it's good, but it's hard to evolve yourself when you're in a partnership because mm-hmm. they're kind of they might not be evolving. So they're stuck and you want to go here and they're like, woo, 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 and they're like mm-hmm. pulling you. So when you're finally free, you can go, which way do I want to go? And, and you can move, maneuver faster. Um, yeah, I love yeah, the relationships I mean, where it's not a tug of war, but you're both kind of moving in the same direction for sure. Mm-hmm. They, they Those are the best types. So yeah, so I I, I don't even know where we just were, but um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely seized it as an opportunity to make positive changes. And then I, I recently left my job in September, so I'm in the same thing. That's where I, I'm pivoting. I'm in a pivot um, in, in my professional life as well. So I, I try to always find the silver lining and, and a situation that might suck in the moment. I, I can always know that I'm going to be so much better and stronger from it. So that kind of gets yeah. me through it. But my diet turned into pretty consistent. Uh, I have coffee with half and half every morning. So I the half and half gives me fat, but it essentially, for the most part, I'm fasting in the morning, but not intentionally. I just, I want coffee. I did make a shift. I got a Keurig, so I uh, I was drinking way too much caffeine. So now my first cup is caffeinated, and then any cups I have after that are decaf, um, and that has very much helped my sleep. But um, I'll, I'll I haven't even eaten yet. I've been up since six, and it's nine fifteen, and I walked five miles. So when I'm done with this, um, my breakfast is usually two scrambled eggs, two pieces of whole wheat toast with peanut butter, and sometimes that's too much food for me. So I just have one piece of toast. Um, lunch might be tuna, might be a salad. It might, if I ate my breakfast around 11 or 12, it might not be anything. And then dinner is chicken and veggies. So, um, I'm not a big fan of super boring chicken breast. So I decided boneless or discovered boneless, skinless chicken thighs. I lightly like you know, using the brush, put a little bit of olive oil on both sides. So it's not like doused in olive oil, but a little bit. And then I season the shit out of it with McCormick chicken seasoning. Mm. It's game changing. Like cover it both sides, air fry it. It's literally like fried chicken because the outside gets crispy with the seasoning. I love how excited because, you are about this chicken. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think I'm responsible for like 10% of air fryer sales since 2020. <laughs> but literally... The inside, the chicken's super moist because it's dark meat Mm. and it's a little bit fattier, but there's a lot more um, actual vitamin and mineral that you get from the dark meat that you don't get in the chicken breast. So yeah, the chicken breast has lower calories, but I'm not getting, I'm getting nutrients from the dark meat that I wasn't getting in the white meat and I enjoy it. It's actually delicious. I don't feel like I'm suffering through healthy diet. Yeah, and that's and key. I, and actually, one of the things about that, too, that people need to understand is that if you're listening to what Terry's saying, it's funny. It's basically like she's she's doing things with her diet and with her lifestyle that she can keep doing. Like people go, oh, well, the, the chicken is less calories. But I go, what difference does that make if it makes you eat more calories later? See what I mean? Right. So she's doing something she likes that is doable. It looks it pretty seems pretty simple. And it's something that she's like, 
no, this I can do and like to do. And that's and, the key. And you can eat it every day. And you feel like you're, you don't, I don't feel like I'm sacrificing, like you said, and then I'm going to binge later or the next night have a steak. So, I mean, when I, I do gain weight, I, I fluctuate five pounds. I, I never don't fit in my clothes. I have been able to fit in my clothes for two years. That to me is huge because I have fluctuated 15 to 20 pounds in my life. Um, but you know, if I'm gaining a little bit of weight, it's because I was eating out too much. I wasn't eating my healthy diet. I never stopped walking, but also, um, you know, my daily routine, I do 10 minutes of core. I literally set a timer and I don't stop doing core for 10 minutes and I do 50 pushups. And those are usually my minimum. And then if I have more time, I'll lift weights, I'll ride Peloton, I'll do other stuff. So now we're looking at a two hour workout in a day between the walk and all of that. I don't always have time for that, but, um, but yeah, so the, the, the pushups in the core have helped the physique, but the diet, it, even with doing all of that, when I'm eating out too much and I'm not eating my at home regimen, I, you that's notice. when I start to go up. Mm-hmm. So by the way, do but you, I also, do the you notice with menses too? Do you, do you notice with menses that you shift? Are you still menstruating? I assume you are, but perhaps not. I don't know if you want to. Well, I have an that, IUD but... and so okay. I'm not supposed so you, to be, but I still yeah. do. Like, yeah. so. And um, do you notice the shift with that? Cause I know a lot of women will be, you know, that will discourage them. And I always say, Look, I mean, that's kind of normal for some women with menses. It will fluctuate a little bit and you have to kind of ride that. Otherwise, you know, if there's going to be fluctuations and you need to be, you know, sort of aware of that. And you seem to yeah. be aware of that. And the other thing I think that's important, then just tell me if you it, have honestly. anything you don't. One thing I'll say and, and tell me uh, if you have anything to add to this, but I think it's important as those of you who listen, which I just think this is such a good amazing transformation story is that it's what we tend to do right is we go oh my god look what terry did and then we go i'm going to do everything terry did terry tell me what you did and i think the point the actual point that i would want to point out to people is like no it's it's not what necessarily terry did this is her formula what terry did is find her formula you need to find your formula now that might include walking it may not it may include an air fryer it may not now one of the amazing things about this is that is you could do exactly what terry does which is would be a great start like terry could say hey do xyz do it like this is what i did and then a good life coach like terry or myself is going to probably tell you now that's just the beginning we're going to see if it works for you we're going to have to adjust and what she's going to be looking for and what i'm going to be looking for is exactly what we've heard terry sort of say over and over again you can tell she likes this lifestyle she is enjoying this lifestyle. This lifestyle works for her. nothing about this lifestyle that Terry has created. She didn't find it. She created it for herself. Nothing about this lifestyle is wrong for her. It feels good. So you need to create your own. So, so sometimes you can copycat what I do or what Terry does, but eventually you're going to take pieces of that that work for you and keep them. You're going to take pieces of that that don't work for you and let them go. And then you should already know some things that already work for you. So this journey of life coaching and working with a life coach from my perspective is often really about helping you create the lifestyle. So Terry has created this lifestyle. And by the way, it's an evolving lifestyle. So we might talk Mm -hmm. to Terry in two years from now. And like we talked about, she might be doing sauna a lot and not necessarily walking as much. But now that she understands how to create this and has done this for herself. And and by the way, what's really cool, Terry, as you know, you probably already know this from working with clients. You get better and better at creating it for yourself as you get better and better helping other people create it for themselves because you start understanding the process. And I think that's a very powerful sort of way um, to look at this. So I don't know any any other uh, parting sort of wisdom or any other things you want to get into to wrap up. I just think this is such a really powerful yeah. sort of exploration. And I also want people to know how to get in touch with you because I don't know if you're taking clients and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Or, okay, cool. So anyway, it. give us any, well, yeah, any other things one, you think are really important. I will say um, a lot of people that have known me for a while, they they would see a picture would post of me in a bathing suit and they'd be like, what are you doing? I need to know. And so- Oh my God, you look um, great. <laughs> right. So I, I will let, I will, to finish the diet um, with my chicken, it's usually two pieces of chicken thighs, sometimes only one, depends on how hungry I am. That's the other thing is I don't eat like when I'm, I'm not hungry anymore, I stop and then that's leftovers. Um, but I also, asparagus and broccoli are kind of like staples and I do, olive oil and salt. And sometimes I, I'll do grape tomatoes, porta, baby portobello mushrooms, 
um, broccoli, asparagus, all of it on a baking sheet and bake it or chop it up, olive oil, salt, throw it in the air fryer for the last four minutes of, of the chicken. And then it's all done together. I mean, I had to play around with it to see how long it took. And I have an air fryer at both homes. So each one cooks differently. So, you know, you have to, you play around and I figured out what worked for me, but when you find something you like, and it's like, that's for me, I found what I liked and I made that my consistency. So it's not, what should I eat today? I already know what I'm eating. My grocery, going to the grocery store is easy. Snacks, I have blueberries in my fridge. I have prosciutto because it's not a processed meat, right? I love prosciutto. So that's always in my fridge for a quick snack. There's always hard-boiled eggs. I have the little dash hard-boiler. So if I need something on the fly, I take a hard-boiled egg with me. So planning ahead and having healthier whole snacks. Like The goal for me is I eat real food. I don't eat packaged food as much as I can. Um, and if, if you need to, if it's less than 10% of your diet, you're usually going to be okay. It's people that are eating out a lot, eating packaged food a lot, frozen food, processed food, all those preservatives that they put in, you know, when someone else makes the food for you, it's not going to be as good as if you just bought the ingredients. So that's my big rule of thumb. And I think that has been the, you know, the biggest catalyst in, in my weight. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you one more thing that I know people are going to be super interested about with you. And I and, uh, you know, I think, you know, my ex wife, Jill, who I'm super close with. Did you ever meet her? She was at CrossFit for a little bit. I think I've met her, but I don't yeah. know her. But so one of the things that's interesting about you and her both is both of you don't shy away from alcohol. And I know a lot of people are going to go, well, how are you doing that? And, it's, and I know for Jill, it's it's the one vice she really likes. She does it relatively moderately, but she's, it's been in her life you know, for pretty much ever. And she continues to, now she's what, 41, I believe. She continues to be in incredible shape. Same thing has the, she created her lifestyle that works for her. But any, anything that you want to say about that? Cause I mean, I imagine people go, oh my God, she drinks alcohol. And the truth is I know a lot of people who are super fit, super healthy, who enjoy uh, alcohol. And it's, and, and it seems to me like you have these quote, is it really a vice if it doesn't cause you to eat worse foods later and you're getting results and do you use that to take the edge off at times is it just only something you do now socially or do you still kind of because i know jill she enjoys wine she's gonna have it it's like yeah. some people enjoy chocolate and it works for her so i'm just curious if you want have any tips for people about that because i think coaches like you are really powerful because they're living real lifestyles they're not like no you can never drink no you can never have chocolate no you can it's like it's Everything you do uh, allows for these things, but does it in a way that works for you. So I'm just wondering any hints about that for people. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be full, fully honest. I get to places where I'm like, well, I'm drinking too much. Mm. And I see it and I feel it. Um, so I'm doing dry January, mm. which I don't love. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel amazing. Like I cannot believe how clear and great I feel and how leaned out my stomach is. Mm. Um, because I was drinking way too much through the holidays and I noticed that in my, in my stomach. So, um, whenever I'm trying to like tone my abs, I cut alcohol. I mean, you can't, it, it's, it's really hard. You can maybe have a glass of wine, but you can't drink freely if you're trying to really pop out the abs. Maintaining is different than achieving, right? When you're trying to lose weight, you have to be in a deficit to maintain. You can be at, at level. So there are times where I have to pull back on alcohol for for if I have physical goals, but for the most part, it's, it is finding that balance. I don't crave sugar. I don't like sugar. I'm a salt person. I get sugar from alcohol. So therefore at dinner, if somebody wants dessert, they're just, I have to have dessert. I get another glass of wine. Like yeah. I don't want the dessert. And I will tell you I'm drinking or I'm eating a gelato at night because I'm not drinking. Yeah. And I never have gelato. Like it's, it's so for so you I, that's I, for you that's worse. Yeah. I yes, yeah. I'm hating it, but it's mm. it's like filling that craving or that sugar those sugar calories I'm not getting from the wine. Mm. But um I also know that in the summer, like a lot of birthday parties and barbecues, and for me when I eat too much sugar and processed food and like nitrates and just all of that, the next day I will wake up like with swollen joints. Like it yeah. literally physically affects my body and I see it. And that also keeps me from eating that way because I know just like when you drink too much alcohol, you feel like crap the next day. When you eat crap, 
a lot of us, we haven't realized how much it physically affects our bodies until you clean it up. Once you're eating clean and you have a glass of wine, not a margarita. I do love a good margarita. Don't get me wrong. But I can't drink a margarita every day. I can have a Sauvignon Blanc, maybe a Cabernet, but like those are cleaner alcohols than mixed drinks that have juices and fruits and all that sugar. Yeah. So even just choosing what you're drinking is a big thing, but yeah, that's so part of a why crea- I a creation process that happens around that as well. And that's what I kind of wanted people to see that you, that's something you choose to have. You work around it. You notice when you're doing too much, you, you've created certain, uh, you know, sort of things around that. And it sounds like for you, you know, that if you don't have that, it acts it, like it acts kind of as a buffer food for you. You might end up eating worse and more. And so mm-hmm. I think that's important to know. So anyway, my family's here and we're going to, I'm in Costa Rica. I told Terry, so me and Terry jumped on real quick to do this and we're getting ready to run to the beach. But before we hang up Fine. and we have that, you and I have to have a separate conversation because we wanted to talk about some life coaching stuff. So maybe we'll do another one of these and share it with everybody, but tell everybody where they can find you because um, I know you're, you're have some openings for clients. So if someone wanted to work with you and, uh, you know, follow you on social and all that, where can they uh, meet you and hang out with you? Yeah. Um, TerryMurray.com is my website. So it's T-E-R-I-M-U-R-R-A-Y. And then um, my Insta is at TerryMurrayCoaching, which is T-E-R-I-M-U-R-R-A-Y. And I'm writing this in the chat. Yeah. Coaching. So Terry Murray, it's terrymurray.com and at Terry Murray coaching in case, uh, cause I was getting a little bit of feedback there, but I, but this, uh, we use Riverside FM by the way. So, this, so hopefully Terry, you're recording and we got you, but, um, that's great. I put it I, in a, yeah, I put it in the chat. chat for me. Cool. All right. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to run, but I love you, my friend. It's so good to see you. And, um, so I'll text you when you. we, yeah, I'll text you when we get back from the beach and then we can set up a different call to talk, to talk shop and maybe we'll do it live for people as well. But, you're amazing. Good to see you. Love and you. I miss you. Love you too. Mwah. See you, my friend. Have fun. Bye. You have been listening to the Next Level Human podcast with Dr. Jade Tita. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe and consider leaving a review. You make the biggest difference when you pass on your lessons and inspire others. That's why reviews like this are so powerful. Your words may be the only ones that resonate for someone else. Please remember the information in this podcast is for educational purposes only. Always consult your personal physician or therapist before making any lifestyle changes. And finally, thank you for who you are in the world and the difference you make.